0: This is a real-life, real-time business adventure.
1: With two people from completely different worlds with a very big idea.
0: Meet Steve. He's fresh from the corporate world. A seasoned technology and people leader who's jumped heart first into the crazy world of being an entrepreneur.
1: Then there's Emma, who's never been employed in her life. She spends most of her time proving the point that you can be a successful grown-up without taking yourself too seriously.
0: Together, they're brave enough to believe they can disrupt the mindset of millions. Starting with nothing but a big vision, the rest they'll figure out as they go along. Ready, steady, shit.
1: Welcome to episode five. For reasons related to normal life, Steve and Emma have been out of touch for a couple of weeks. This has given them an unplanned opportunity to pause and reflect on the Ready Steady journey so far. Let's jump in right at the start of their conversation. Oh, how's it going?
0: This is this is um, a very good question and a, the million-dollar question. It's been um, what seems like months since we last spoke, Um, so much has kind of been going, I was really poorly for quite a few weeks actually, really under the weather, and Uh that obviously kind of overshadowed everything that I was trying to do, Um, but as with all things, it's always a constant up and down, I've now got my son here for the holidays, so (laughs) I've just turned mum on so if there's any peeping in the background you know what it is
1: and yeah, cool.
0: yeah so I feel in a bit of a whirlwind of things are happening and and I'm really curious to know what's going on in your head right now
1: yeah yeah Best you so it's been a really interesting time for me as well we've like like you said we've not spoken for a while have we and uh after the last episode that we released um a couple of weeks ago now wasn't it and and things got in the way which stopped us from recording obviously I'm now hearing that you've not been feeling very well I've been focused on other things as well you know it's almost something it kind of it, I think it was a natural a natural kind of pause I've been thinking for um for the last couple of weeks about how how do we reflect on what we've done with the podcast so far and then how do we take it Exactly
0: what I've written down I was like I think we need to do a whole new Overview on what's the point Of this because I feel like In a way where we Originally started with the very first Momentum is kind Mm. of Not relevant anymore And so where's your I mean I'd like I'd be interested to know because obviously we've been Simultaneously thinking Where we, this is the beauty Of starting things out of nowhere And just getting stuck in because quite often things do take U-turns and there's plot twists and there's life and other things kind of sometimes take priority and then exactly. whatever. The waves of of life are moving through. And I suddenly realized I really enjoyed our, our conversation that we had on the last podcast, the one we put out early, and I felt that really resonated really strongly. And to me, I was suddenly thought, Talking about organising an event almost seems like I've run out of words for that. Because in a way, I think there's something far greater here. And from my point of view, I think that this particular podcast, we either find a new angle between us, possibly you take over and become your on your leadership platform and you get different people in or talk to one of your other business partners on it. That's kind of, I think there's many possibilities and I'd be interested to know how you're mm. thinking, because I'm really open to all kind of angles.
1: So this is this is so, so interesting, so much fun. Um, <clears throat> the angle I've had on this, it's been partly down to the feedback I've had from my network about the podcast so far. Um, and so I've been sh- chewing a little bit of that over and thinking, okay, these are the good parts, these are the not so good parts. Okay, we can do something with this. And I've smashed that together with my own thought, which is basically thinking about the four episodes we've released so far, let's be, let's call it what it is. I think we've been the beneficiaries of those four episodes rather than the audience. You know, I think that we've used those four episodes to just find our feet, find a bit of a vibe, you know, not quite get it right every time, but come back to back to togetherness. And I've been thinking, what if this wraps up season one, season one is like kind of finding our feet. And, and if we were to continue with the podcast vibe for talking about the actual event, then season two becomes like almost a start-up for Fresh, where each episode has a very specific part to, to play, because that way I can see how we could be giving back to the audience then. Like if somebody at some point wants to be um, organising their own event of any kind, and they go, hmm, I'm not too sure about marketing, for example. or social media and then they can go to the exact episode where we've been talking about our social media strategy and i can see how that could provide a next level up conversation if that's what we feel is is the right thing to do so that's where my head's been been going um on to to like almost my the steve words on the same point which is we need to freshen this up a little bit um Mm. What, before I go on to the next part, what, what are your thoughts on that? How does that How does that sit with well,
0: you? Well, no, I mean, I'm I'm very aware that we we kind of started this quite blindly. We had a calling to do something in the podcast space. We we were finding our feet, and I know um, from launching any business, you have to have the audience or the customer in mind from the beginning. And I think, yeah. like you said, we were we were finding our own feet. We weren't even in a position to really consider what the audience would be thinking at the time we were just going through the moves ourselves, and I think it's really interesting that we both came to the same feeling at the same time and but I feel this is more than the event that we've been talking about in a way like I feel if we look at the bigger picture of where's your head at right now um across all of your projects, I don't know, because we haven't spoken since we last yeah. kind of recorded. So this is what I kind of would love to know.
1: Yeah, okay. So my head is very much firm. I've got two things that have been taking priority for me recently over um, ready, steady stuff. <laughs> One is the We Need to Talk Business. We just yesterday had a all-day business planning session to really push and get the... This the card game product out there and available for people to buy. But the other thing that's been in my mind, I think I mentioned too briefly, you know when we got up with Paul some weeks ago now and I started to introduce the idea of uh, my personal cash flow position. Cutting straight to the chase, um, thinking about time, I've been looking at other types of work to bring some income coming in and I've had a few conversations and I've even got some more kind of traditional interviews lined up for work, a couple of contracts, one even as a permanent job. Now, what I'm in my where I'm at in my head. I'll start again. Where I'm at in my head is I've got this this pot of cash which I'm so grateful for. It's allowed me to take the jump out of the corporate world, start all these new, fun, crazy things, learn a hell of a lot about myself. And whilst I'm not at the end of that pot yet, I know that it's not unlimited, and so. Um, The leadership stuff, I've had a couple of gigs come in for that, but nowhere near enough to sustain me. So I've I've been working on myself, getting to a point where I'm comfortable with the idea that I'm going to have to have some other way of getting income that I know I can depend upon in order to keep me vibing high to do the other things. What that means then is that it's very likely that in March I will probably have at least part-time work, over a period of time that's going to constrain my availability a little bit. And I, and I don't know what that does for our Ready Steady um, project. Um, but it's probably not a huge surprise to you, but that's where my head's at, really. I've, I no, need to well, focus on that steady income stream.
0: I was very, very much kind of feeling that, that, that and I mean, I know that it, this is such a new way of living and working for you that I'm not surprised. There's an awful lot of things you need to figure out. And I'm really proud of us for getting up and and doing the podcast and figuring it out and, and throwing ourselves out into the world very vulnerably. Um, mm-hmm. It was a hugely honest thing. And we've both been finding our feet and learning a lot about ourselves as we go. But I think that um, – so where I'm at is my original Thinkers Club has it gathered enormous momentum since we've last spoken – there's now um, various infinite offerings, which are in the early stages of being created. There's even a publishing house attached to the brand. There's um, obviously the agency, the academy, and I'm in London at the weekend um, having meetings. Some of our speakers are speaking at Confex. There's It's suddenly gone whoosh. And I, in a way, feel like this deserves my 1,000% attention, in a way, because mm. it's huge and there's brilliant people have come in and it's really happening and and also when I got ill it makes you reassess whoa where is my energy going where am I leaking energy where perhaps I could be preserving it and obviously keeping enough for me for my partner from when my son comes over there's all of these things that we all have to consider and it's a constant realigning and rejuggling, isn't it you've never just got it right it's not like boom definitely not. that's
1: it you That's
0: the perfect balance. There's always different things, different variables coming in, and we need to reassess constantly. And me, I got so poorly. I had thousands of ulcers in my mouth, and it was a hormonal thing. Um, But it was so awful. But weirdly, I went into a forced rest, obviously, and couldn't speak really for two weeks, and I couldn't really eat for two weeks. So it's kind of like a monk in my house. (laughs) <laughs> a monk in pain, but there was an awful lot of clarity that came through the pain, which is often the case as well. And, and I thought, I think we've created something so beautiful and magical, but I don't want us to run ourselves into a feeling where we feel overwhelmed by this extra part. And possibly we could call closure And wrap up and say listen what a beautiful little journey we had and not everything needs to go the full nine yards there's some things that are supposed to be for a a chapter for a year for a month whatever um that's always a possibility or this is this is one version and I would be I'm so understanding with all of it because I know that we're all juggling so many things here and What I don't want to do is just feel like an obligation and that's horrible or something. You know, in the olden days, if you'd said yes or you'd started something and you felt obligated to continue, even though maybe all the red flags were screaming, it's time to wrap it up or maybe this isn't the right thing to be doing right now. I personally have really enjoyed this expressing myself in the podcast space, but I also have realized that I want to be doing it to really add value to the listener and really and do it from a really strong point. And and maybe this is not the right time because I'm still figuring so much out myself in a way that I feel. Give me, I just turned 49 yesterday. Happy birthday, me. Happy birthday. (laughs) That, again, is really profound because there's so many things I want to do in the 50 plus space, like promoting how amazing women are, men are, and when in this older, this older, this wiser era of our lives, in this golden era, and I've been excited to turn 50 as long as I can remember, and um, there's there's all, of, there's so many things I want to bring to the table, and I feel like I almost need to lean into this year, my last year of in my 40s, I need to continue to build this new product with all these wonderful infinite offerings, with the dynamic of the and brilliant people who were being drawn to it. It's almost magnetic. I'm blown away by the people who said yes to coming on board to the club. And I kind of feel very, very excited about where that's going to go. But right now, I don't feel like I've got that many more words to really share in this space at this particular time.
1: I think this for me reflects the nature of the podcast that we initially set out to to produce which was a conversation around our meetings as we figure this stuff out from scratch <clears throat> but I think that whilst it's a great bold original idea I think there's a reason why people don't do that as a model because I think that you don't record your all of your brainstorming creative sessions whether you do especially if you do it on your own but if you're collaborating with somebody there's too much of the of the messy parts of the conversation to genuinely record and capture. People aren't interested in listening to that. This is one of my realisations. I think yeah. it's just, I think the model that we've been very openly exploring is just not going to reach a, a compelling size audience. The I people totally to it.
0: agree. I totally yeah. agree. And I think it was a it was a lovely idea, it was a lovely thought, and we played it through mm. and we committed. We came we turned up fully committed every time. Yeah. And and we saw it through. We haven't we haven't dragged people on this journey for three years and then realized. I also think that the whole thing needs a shake up, a pause. I think we need to lean fully into where we are right now with whatever's mm. going on in our lives. And we obviously stay in touch off the podcast and we continue to support each other on our journeys and see where it goes. And I think it's actually really beautiful to almost wrap up in a sense that we don't have to drag anything on if you've got the, the feeling it's not quite the right thing. But we tried, and it was Definitely. ready, steady, shit. We went for it.
1: Have you heard of the, the idea of the infinite game? Have you heard of this concept? The infinite The game, infinite um, game. Um, the infinite game, yeah. Infinite, thank you. Vocal warm-ups, infinite game. (laughs) Um, A number of different authors, including Simon Sinek, have talked and written about this. He's got a book out by that name. And it basically describes one one of the differences between life and how a lot of businesses in particular set out to bring whatever they want to bring into the world. A finite game like football or rugby has a start and a finish and there's an end state. And the other fact about finite games is there's a winner and a loser, typically. Now, life isn't like that. Life is an infinite game. There are no rules. There's no end point. There's really not winners and losers. That's, I think that's a misnomer. But the key feature about an infinite game is the aim of the game is to stay in the game. And I love this concept about the infinite game. And if we, hold, if we apply that mindset to what we're talking about today wrapping up a phase of the podcast and having a pause to see what other things come up <clears throat> could mean that we don't record another podcast episode, but I don't think we should discount it because I still think that there could be something really magical about, there's that word again, about this platform. It could be something that's really, really good for us to to reconnect to after a pause, after some clarity's emerged. I also think it's a really good way of allowing innovation to unfold you can't really force it you can you can kind of cultivate it but right now i feel like we've done four episodes we found our feet we found our we've learned how to flip it and record podcasts in a remote way which has been <laughs> awesome and now i've been coming to the conclusion that it's the right time to pause reset rethink just like the last time realign I think the thing for me, the difference in my mind is that I don't think this is the end of the journey. I mean, maybe maybe no. that's not quite what you meant, um, but that's kind of, I think, what I, what, I, what I took from what you were saying. I think a pause is the right answer, and let's just see what happens. And it could well be that we never do it again, but we still leave a little I pause. love it.
0: No, I love it, but I think it's, it's brave to, we dived in bravely, and we've also bravely admitted to saying we haven't felt like losers going, do you know what? we have run this particular little chapter with that particular angle has run its course and things do run their course. Friends run Mm -hmm. their course. Um, And I, and I think I love the, I don't, I wouldn't say it's failing. I think it's exploring. I think this has been a wonderful adventure. And I also, but I do like the kind of failing fast thing that you throw yourself in so wholeheartedly and figure out how's this feeling for you we've we've always been very um aware of how we and and talking about how we felt at every step of every stage of, of all of it right from the very beginning and we both recognized that there was something that needed addressing and that was beautiful alignment coming considering we haven't spoken for all that time I I think it's it's been a very um exciting and curious adventure and 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 I feel brave that we did dive in and and we had an idea of doing something but we recognized so clearly that this possibly isn't the value that we wanted to bring to to the audience so genuinely Steve I, I feel so grateful to have had the opportunity to step through this journey with you and I and I love that this is such an open conversation again to say Let's pause and breathe and let's see who knows yeah. what's what's going to be. And, and if I'm inspired to say, hey, I've got a really strong angle for us, how about this, or likewise, or even if you thought, do you know what, I'd quite like this to be my leadership podcast where I get on inspiring people or interesting people or people I like and, and you mix it up. we doesn't doesn't have to stay in the same format. I'm open to however... Which way so, it goes. Yeah,
1: it's funny you say that because some of the feedback that I've got from, obviously, it's my network, right? So your people don't give me feedback. They'll give you feedback. And the, the, some of the things that my people said to me is, Steve, do you know, we don't know Emma. We know you. And we want to hear more of what you've got to bring. Yeah. You know, and but the,
0: even the- my people said this. I want Steve to talk about more about himself
1: yeah 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 yeah, and it was really interesting because I was like yeah okay that's cool I said look we, we like what you say, but we don't know what you're bringing I mean I've got a brilliant set of um, people in my network who, who are really candid and, and open with me and they were saying that we know you we've like, we've worked with you we've we've been your your dear friends for years we know how experienced you are and we know how much brilliance you've got to give but you're not bringing it and i was like that's really really interesting yeah because of course if that's what my people are thinking then the 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 wide audience that we obviously aren't reaching they're going to think there's something the same but even more like this that they're not going to unless we find balance i suppose is the point i'm making yeah but this is work. why
0: it was up it was it was it balanced it out of kind of alignment, because we were talking about putting on an event, which is something that I have a history in, but not you necessarily, which is where it was going out of your expertise and out of your specialism. And that's why I thought, I don't want to talk about an event anymore. There's so many more layers to get under the skin of. I want to get under the skin of you and where you're at. And I know there's a lot of brilliance in there. So this was frustrating me too. I didn't even want to talk about the event anymore really because I was like I don't want to talk about it I just want to get off and do it in a way that's not interesting even for me to to waffle on about so it's so beautiful that this has come to such a clarity and so where we can go what this if you if we do anything in the world and we do any collaborations we've all got to be so clear about our our North Star our end goal. What's pulling us forward? Where do we see ourselves going? And what things can we do on the way that are taking us closer to that um, that position? And all of the decisions we make either take us away from it, don't they, or, or closer towards it. So I think that um, we were both in quite a raw situation of having bit, bit, little bits going on, but nothing really at the beginning of this journey and. Things have moved and there's a lot of momentum mm. going. It's a very, very big year of momentum, I feel. And Definitely. I want everybody to benefit. I want to feel like there's value for everybody involved. I don't just want to be talking about something I used to do 25 years ago that I know a lot of people about. I mean, that I, I was boring myself.
1: Let's talk about, if you're okay to, what are our lessons? Because like you said, there's no such thing as failure. You know, this isn't in any way a failure. This is actually, to your point earlier, we threw ourselves in very raw, very open, not having a clue what was going on, really. We just did it anyway, which means that we have inevitably learned stuff. I've learned some stuff. But, Emma, what about you? What do you think, what have you learned, if, if anything, that's been really helpful for you in, in the last few few weeks in, in the context of our podcast journey? Um,
0: that's a very good question. Yeah. Um, I think I've definitely, it's been a reminder to be more audience and user focused. And sometimes when I'm in the early stages of the whirlwind hurricane of creation, that isn't something that I always want to be thinking about, to be honest, because that can be disruptive in that really brilliant state. Because it's this is a conversation between me and the universe in the, in the sense of, I just like to go with it. And we were kind of going with it. So remind as a reminder of always bringing value to the end user yes but i don't think that we'd quite and i don't know if we'd even have got on with it if we'd sat down and had too many questions about what i think we would have bored ourselves actually so i kind of like that we boldly threw ourselves in having never done anything on this particular platform before we figured out the tech we you've been brilliant mastering um all the sound and you've really, I love how well you've handled all of that. I've felt in really safe hands and I've really looked forward to our weekly connections. And to me, I think it's the lessons been stay really open and stay open to the possibility of collaborating with people you'd never imagine in a million years you'd collaborate with.
1: Yeah, definitely. The key lesson that I've learned I guess, is or what I would do differently if we started again. Mindful of what you just said there about how maybe the the vibe would shift a little bit. But I think I would probably have put in a little bit of structure first about what our season's going to look like. So we yeah. know how much time we're committing to. We started off it being quite, well, we're just going to do this every week, you know. And actually... In the first early stages, like you know, you record the first things, you figure things out, you go shit, till we start, and then we release something, and and for the first time, and we start getting the initial feedback. It's like shit, oh my god, another another spike of of, of buzz. But it being an infinite amount of time, I think I don't think that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. I think I think if I was to do this again, even if um, we didn't have a structure for the exact things to talk about, I'd say let's do a season of eight episodes, say or, or six or four. And then that would be the goal. And then we can play in that sandpit with a with an edge to it. I know? do
0: agree. Um, a bit more boundary and a bit more structure and a bit more overall purpose mm. around wood is something that I would consider in the future, for sure. Yeah. But I also am in the mindset that had we sat down and talked like that before... I might quite possibly have lost the will to even do it. It it's a really yeah. funny and fine line with that ready steady shit in a way, you know what I mean? Because I think so many people go through too deeply into the the purpose and the structure and the thing and you always lose the momentum by the time you actually get to do it in a way. So but I think for us it was a brilliant warm up and Definitely um, applying more structure is and it it feels like, whoa, it's not ever going to be brand new again. And that's the beauty of it. It's it's learned, lived experience. And that is priceless. And thank you to anyone who's put up with us waffling. That's what I want to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And thank you to everybody who's offered really, really great candid feedback. Um, the encouragement when when that came, and also the the critical friend stuff that I had quite a lot of. That you know, um, that is really magical. Because, like you say, had we never done this, we would never know.
0: No, right? this is the thing. This is the thing, and it's also so easy to do. It. Do you regret it? Absolutely not. I felt it. I felt it's been a, a, a huge experience, a huge part of the journey, and um, it's left me. With a taste to want to do more in this space for sure, and definitely, and that is, I kind of like that we allowed ourselves a kind of a warm up mini series because we'll when we we step back into this space, which is inevitable in some way, however it's going to look. You haven't heard the uh, the last of us yet. <laughs> There's <Exactly>. more. <laughs>
1: um,
0: it will be from such a different place. And that's Definitely. really exciting.
1: Absolutely. And I, on your earlier point about leadership stuff in my space, I have been seriously considering developing a leadership podcast for me to talk about the 10 principles that I sort of live and, and breathe by and um, when I'm leading um, technology teams. I think that would be quite valuable to people who might be just starting out in their leadership journey. Maybe they've been techies in the past and they've and they're ambitious and they want to kind of grow and move up, the, up the, the corporate ladder. And then all of a sudden they've got to deal with people, you know? I mean, that's just a complete head fuck, you know? No. So I, I would love to do that when the time is right, definitely.
0: I see that so much. And I know you're going to pull that off effortlessly, with, especially with the lovely warm-up we've given ourselves.
1: Exactly. So thank you, Emma, for that. That's just such a beautiful gift you've given for these last few weeks to me. So I really, I'll, I'll cherish it forever. Beautiful. This sort of topic has the potential to be quite a, a a a a fraught or sort of tense kind of conversation. But you know what we said right back at the beginning about you just gotta live in trust that you've got the right people and and you've got the right the right basis to to know where the intention is coming from. I think that allows for any conversation to happen, you know. That's the foundation, the
0: right isn't it? And and, and it, that could have potentially been really awkward if someone had been completely on the other side and gone, I'm horrified. I thought this was like my main thing.
1: But even if that was the case, let's suppose I I, in, in that hypothesis, let's suppose I was like still chomping at the bit and still keen to do it. You know, it's still the right conversation to have because we've both got to be in it, you know. And
0: no, absolutely.
1: It's just, it's it just gives fills me with so much even more belief that trust is the number one thing when it comes to working with other people. Like If you assume positive intent, then every conversation is doable, right?
0: It is, it is. And it's, um, this is saying, it, they, they talk about when you're talking from the right place and when you have those conversations, you can't go wrong there. No. Because it's coming no, with absolutely. nothing but love and nothing but good intentions and nothing but wanting the greater good for all of us. And the and the greater world around us as well. And there's not there's it. It's it's only by taking making these experiments and having these adventures that we do take ourselves to the next level and do do the things that make a difference in the world. Because we could sit in our comfort zone and and never have done this silly idea which we could, could have thought about at the beginning. Um, I just suddenly came to the conclusion that talking about putting on an event wasn't actually even interesting to me. So that's when I realized that I'd lost the the mojo with that particular kind of angle. And then I was like, Oh my God, but you're so brilliant, Mr. Leadership here. And you've got so much wonderful wisdom to add. I wanted to see you playing up to your strengths as well. So everything that you mentioned, I was feeling anyway. And and we haven't had enough time because we've both been immensely busy to even regroup between recordings, which has been so raw as well. So absolutely,
1: <laughs> isn't and that, that's a good point actually. That's nothing I would change. Definitely, is having there's a recording session, but we'd I would probably put in a midweek unrecorded check in as well as part of the the rhythm, just so yeah. that we can keep on. Keeping not keeping needs in, to be recorded, does it?
0: I know, and I also felt like I don't know if I want to share all of my secrets with the world in how because quite a lot of it is a conversation between me and the universe in, in all honesty like mm. it's I know I'm not creative I'm just open portal for creativity to stream through me I know that and that's quite a um <laughs> a private thing in a way
1: yeah totally yeah definitely and <clears throat> you know I know that one of my I wouldn't say weaknesses, but one of the things that I'm constantly striving to, to work on is how to frame the thoughts in my head in words that actually make sense. You know, when they come out of my mouth, oftentimes they can take quite a, a round the houses type way to to articulate a point because that's just how my brain works. And, and <laughs> from a certain point of view, that's just an intelligent way of looking at a particular topic. I, some some might say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it myself, I'd say it's waffling. <laughs> <laughs> you know um and so what i've learned from that is if if like, there's a mic there and i've got no structure that's what happens and so i would quite like to with my leadership podcast that i'm kind of in full control of the message i feel quite excited at the idea of putting something coherent down and out you know and i think that would be a much better version of me coming to the table.
0: And, it's, and I think it's great that you've had a warm-up on something that kind yeah. of doesn't matter because yeah, this well, the great thing about this brand is it, it was created for us, for this, so it's not like we're dragging any other of our really like high-potential offerings out into this thing that wrapped up quite quickly. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of been done in a – that was a little experiment. And- An
1: experiment, a loss leader without the loss, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and so much has, has moved and shifted since we even started talking. And we are only on the 22nd of February 2023. Lovely big year ahead. And I said, I'm, I want to really get myself fully set up for turning 50 next February because I, I I didn't really make a big deal of my birthday yesterday because I have my son here and, and I'm kind of all quite more like being a taxi driver driving across the island a million <laughs> times getting him to his play dates but um I know my 50th is going to be a different story and I think that's such I say I was writing on Instagram this morning a, a happy birthday me and thank you for all the love I've received from everybody and um I have many friends who didn't make it to fifty, hmm. and that's really quite a sobering thought. We haven't made it this far, so yeah. we need to be so grateful for every day and all the opportunities we've got to make a difference in the world.
1: You're so right, my son's granddad, so my son's mum's dad bless him he's um reaching the end of his his life we think and um we went to see him um at the weekend it's the first time i've seen him for for years and years and of course it's always quite a powerful thing to see somebody um on the decline nothing like the, the vibrant beautiful person that you know them to be and it's just such a reminder of how fragile these tools are that we've got that we call our bodies you know, we've just got to, like, like you've always said, try our hardest to live the truly in line with ourselves and what we what we know we need to do. Um, and that's actually, I think that's a for me, it's a message of encouragement rather than sort of sadness. It is. It's you know? not
0: depressing, no. But this is the thing. I know there's there's so many things I've been for the last couple of years. I've got I've got like, a, like campaigns coming out of like, like lots of writing on. I, I feel very strongly about aging naturally and disgracefully, and yeah. and it pains me to see such young people getting tweaked, tweaked, and Botoxed. And I just, in I know this. Everybody's got their own choice. For some reason, I'm terrified of doing anything to my face, and I would just rather grow old disgracefully and naturally and own the own the wrinkles because I think they're a, they're a badge of honor. And, and I'm so going to go big on that route. And I kind of, I see these smooth-faced older people, sometimes slightly puffy-cheeked and sometimes all looking a little bit the same. And I just can't go with that. And that's not my thing. Yeah. And so I'm going to be pro-leave-the-needles-behind. And, and I think that what I've seen getting older is... People's people's faces are a reflection of their thoughts, aren't they? I think I said this before. But I'm noticing more and more the whiners get these like whiny-looking faces. (laughs) And the the happy ones seem to almost look happy, even if they are not got a big old smile. So anyway, I'm just basically thrilled to be old.
1: There's a glow, isn't there, behind some people. And you can't put your finger on what it is. It's not a physical thing. It's just a... Dare I say the energy word? It's an energy thing.
0: <laughs> no, but it, it is. So, I and I think that all of these are the kind of topics. And I, you know, I'm always about making people feel better and making people feel happier and bringing more joy to the world. And um, and it and it feels like it's all coming in this wonderful, um, right time, right space, right place feeling of the age lining up with the right ideas with the right projects and it, and it's a beautiful feeling of really overall alignment and um, I'm just grateful for you trusting me me trusting you and anybody who had the patience to listen to us waffling um, and figuring ourselves out because it, it was um, quite a profound little adventure
1: <laughs> definitely should we try again to wrap up
0: Do you want to do a? Do you want to? Do you want to wrap up, Mister Leadership? Please, you. You take the mic and give us a lovely finale. I
1: I will try to. I will try to without waffling. As ever, it's been a beautiful conversation because it always is, no matter what we talk about. It's it's lovely. I feel as though there's been a real grounding today because it's been very truth based, very trust based, and like you said earlier. This isn't the last of of us at all. Who knows, maybe there'll be a Ready, Steady, Shit season two. Um, But it will be there only if we've figured out some of these things about how do we make sure we're giving something to the listeners in return for their time and attention. And I think that's going to be something that um, we will nail if we get to that stage.
0: Thank you, Steve. It's been a beautiful adventure and Thank you, anyone who's bothered to listen, because we do appreciate you so much.
1: You certainly do. Right, Emma, lots of love for now, and I will see you in person very soon, hopefully. <laughs> bye, darling. Bye, bye. You've been listening to Emma Baldman and Steve Maxwell on the Ready, Steady, Shit podcast. By sharing our journey, we want to show that anyone, including you, can achieve their dreams. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of Ready, Steady, Shit.